And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. Hello and thank you for downloading and listening to Who the F*** is Gossip Girl. My name is Gavin Murphy and today I'm joined by... Kate. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a voicemail. It's Kate. Is that the first time that we've been on the intro together? Yeah. Because I thought because Annie is away at the moment and because we didn't want to skip any weeks, we didn't want to deny anyone of any Gossip Girl podcasts, um, we thought we would carry on our adventures reading the Gossip Girl book, which... Like, I'm not 100% sure on the legality of, um, but... So don't tell anyone. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, Because you can basically type in Gossip Girl book into Google and it comes up with a PDF for it. So I'm kind of thinking that it's fine. But we do actually own all the books. Um, I don't know if that makes it less or more illegal. Uh, to be honest. I'm not sure it has any bearing on the <laughs> the legal status. But we're on chapter four, so we're going to read that in a bit. But this, like, it feels like there's Gossip Girl news like constantly now. Oh, yeah. It's like all kicking off, isn't it? Yes. And thank you to everyone who sent us yeah, all the Gossip amazing. Girl news. That was amazing. Uh, so, yeah, the reboot that uh, Josh and Stephanie are kicking off, which yeah. is, I think it's set like eight years after the end of Gossip Girl. Is it? Yeah. So we'll have them all in it. Well, they've invited them all to come back. What? But, like, definitely Pem Badgley's not going to come back, is he? Why? Because he, like he fucking hates it. And oh. Jenny's not going to come back. Yeah. She hated it. Um, Maybe, yeah, but Serena, you, can, you can say you hate it at the time. Yeah. Eight years later when you've done, fuck all. Pem wow. Badgley, no, he's doing bits, Chase Crawford probably want to be in it, won't he? Like, Chase, well, Chase Crawford seems like the guy who's most into it yeah he seems like okay about the whole gossip girl thing doesn't he because like i don't i'm gonna have such a lovely time when we finish and i can actually look at stories more stories <laughs> about him than that really. in two years time in two years time because i can only look at stories about that episode really like yeah. up until that episode um but yeah so i've never read really any interviews with him or anything just in case yeah something gets well, spoiled all the for me. reboot news is littered with spoilers is it yeah because like everyone like obviously it's like quite old now so everyone assumes yeah. if you're yeah interested you've seen it you probably know yeah <laughs> that's why like like if I read it, I would have stuff like just spoiled for me instantly. Yeah. <gasps> Quite a lot, actually. One of the got, ones I read earlier was like, spoilers galore. Yeah, it was really nice because we got a couple of tweets from um, people. And then I think we put out a tweet saying, uh, thank you very much for everyone who said it. And then a really lovely person called Clara uh, tweeted us going, don't let Gav read <laughs> the press release. <laughs> it's very sensible. Sometimes I forget and I put things in our group chat and then like five minutes later, I'm like, Shit! <laughs> No, Gav, don't read that link I sent. Well, I was shitting myself when you came out, the Penn Badgley uh, Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Because I was like... I thought you were like about to tell me I'd said something no, like... No, no, when no. you came out with this yeah. massive spoiler. I, well, no, I was shitting myself when that came out because I was really into that show. Um, so whenever I, I... I basically would be reading about it as I was watching it. And mm. then whenever... Because it's a good show, but you do get bored in the middle of it. I thought, <laughs> I'll just look up some new news. Um, and then... But I would get to a bit where they would mention Gossip Girl. And I'd have to like chuck it off. Otherwise, oh, yeah. I'd oh. shit myself. It do, was you, do you think you've seen anything... Any thing that you shouldn't have no i think the only i've seen like images like flashes now and again mm. where of like couples well just one couple just fucking i've seen uh like a wedding basically right like but it's not a wedding of someone that i wouldn't have guessed would have got married yeah so that's 
but I kind of like talking about it like that kind of helps put it out of my mind and I do yeah. just generally forget it um, but yeah no I, I've been, I, I'm avoiding lots of different stuff but yeah because what's his name Chase Crawford is in The Boys he's yeah. just been doing interviews and stuff like that and I obviously like everybody is asking him about Gossip Girl. Yeah, because what else are you going to ask Chase Crawford? <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Um, but he was, yeah, because there was one that somebody sent us, I think on the Independent, yeah. an interview that he did, and he was saying, like, he didn't watch, like, he had no idea what was going on in any other storylines on Gossip Girl while he was making it, because he, like, obviously was, like, a 21-year-old yeah. man, didn't give a shit. So, like, he only knew what was going on with Nate. Yeah. I, I guess that's probably right, though, because you, like, if it's it's not like he's working on Mad Men where people are like, this is an incredible show. He's working on Gossip Girl, which is something, you know, he's probably not going to be into. Uh, an incredible show. Uh, it's an incredible <laughs> show, but maybe he's not the target audience yeah, for Yeah, no, so he's definitely not. It would be wild if, like, that is... I still would kind of want to know the context. I of think so too, and on. maybe it explains a couple of things about Nate's blank look yeah. <laughs> when he's not speaking. Because <laughs> he's probably like reacting, going, like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> it's like Nate, you're meant to know who they are. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I do, I do, I think out of everyone, I feel like he's the one who's most into it. Like, he's his Instagram is my out of, is my favorite Instagram out of all of this. What does he post on Instagram? I don't follow him. He posts a lot of like broy photos. Billy ever posts photos of him and ladies, always him and fellas getting up to things. And uh, he's actually like generally, well, it seems like he's generally good friends with, um, what's his name? Sebastian Stan. Oh, yeah. I feel like they are genuinely friends because they're always at different things together that don't seem Gossip Girl related. And they just seem like friends related mm. to things. Didn't they live um, together or something? Oh, really? Did I don't someone know. someone tell us that? I can't remember. Yeah. I feel like um, someone emailed in to tell us that they live together. I might be making that up. Yeah. But yeah, he's always posting that picture of that. He's also like, um, he did a film with uh, Joseph Mazzello. From Jurassic Park. From Jurassic Park. Um, he did a film with them, like a ba- uh, with him, like a baseball film, I think it was, or an American football film, uh, which I really want to see because I love shit American sports films. Yeah, me too. Um, but he did a, they did a film together and they're always posting on about this film as if this film was like changed the world Aww. or anything like that. Like, I don't think anybody really saw it. Um, but I do quite fancy watching it because I do like that Joe Mazzello guy. I think he's really good. Yeah, he seems um, funny from yeah. the few couple of tweets I've seen of his. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Was he in like American Animals as well or something like that? Oh, I never saw that. Oh, it wasn't very good. Well, he was in fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, maybe that's that what I'm thinking like, of. Yeah, he played John Deacon, who he looks exactly like him. It's fucking weird. Wild. It's weird how much he looks like him. Um, but, Aww, I'm yeah. glad things have worked out for him. Yeah. This your Gossip Girl news. <laughs> <laughs> New section of the podcast called Gossip Girl News. I like this is literally the only news that's ever been <laughs> since we started. Mate, honestly, like... Big I reckon news, we, though. We could, it is big news. It is big news. Um, but we are on chapter four of Gossip Girl. Um, shall I read this one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I enjoyed doing this as well. Again, don't know how legal this is. And if you haven't uh, already read... Or listened to the first three chapters. I can't imagine you're going to get much out of this. So I would go back and listen to those. So only two episodes. Aren't you going to do a previously on the Gossip Girl book? No, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chase Crawford. I, I think they could go back um, because it was just last week. But um, they are at a party. <laughs> the social event of the season. Yeah, a social event of the season. <laughs> Serena's just come back and she's run up to talk to Nate. Uh, and this is where we are. Serena was holding Nate's hand loosely in hers, swinging it back and forth. 
Remember buck naked, she asked him, laughing softly. <laughs> Nate chuckled, still embarrassed, even after all these years. Buck naked was Nate's alter ego, invented at a party in eighth grade, where most of them had gotten drunk for the first time. After drinking six beers, Nate had taken his shirt off, and Serena and Blair had drawn a goofy buck-tooth face on his torso, torso in black marker. For some reason, the face brought out the devil in Nate, and he started a drinking game. Oh, the devil. Oh, the devil. Everyone sat in a circle, and Nate stood in the middle, holding a Latin textbook and shouting out verbs for them to conjugate. The first person to mess up had to drink and kiss buck naked. That's a shit drinking game. <laughs> Conjugating Latin verbs. <laughs> of course, they all messed up, boys and girl alike. So Buck got a lot of action that night. The next morning, Nate tried to pretend it hadn't happened, but the proof was inked on his skin. It took weeks for Buck to wash off in the shower. <laughs> and what about the Red Sea, Serena said. She studied Nate's face. Neither of them was smiling now. The Red Sea, Nate repeated, drowning in the deep blue lakes of her eyes. Of course he remembered. How could he forget? Did Dan Humphrey write this book? <laughs> <laughs> One hot August weekend, the summer after 10th grade, Nate had been in the city with his dad, while the rest of the Archibald family were still in Maine. Serena was up in her country house in Ridgefield, Connecticut, so bored she'd painted each of her fingernails and toenails a different colour. O-M-G. Wild times. <laughs> so boring. I'm starting to see why she went away. <laughs> Blair was at the Waldorf Castle in Glen Eagle, Scotland, at her aunt's wedding. That's close to us. But that hadn't stopped her two best friends from having fun without her. When Nate called, Serena hopped right on the New Haven line into Grand Central Station. Nate met Serena on the platform. She stepped off the train wearing a light blue silk slip dress and pink rubber flip-flops. Good they, to know what they're made out they of. They do, honestly, <laughs> like... The amount of effort that they put into describing in furious detail what they're wearing, I do like it. Her yellow hair hung loose, just touching her bare shoulders. She wasn't carrying a bag, not even a wallet or keys. Oh, to Nate, wild. she looked like an angel. <laughs> How lucky he was. Life didn't get any better than the moment when Serena flip-flopped down the platform, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him on the lips. That wonderful, surprising kiss. First, they had martinis at the little bar upstairs at the Vanderbilt Avenue entrance to Grand Central. Then they got a cab straight up Park Avenue to Nate's 82nd Street townhouse. His father was entertaining some foreign bankers and, was about to go, and wasn't go, going to be out until very late, so Serena and Nate had the place to themselves. Oddly enough, it was the first time they'd ever been alone together and noticed. It didn't take long. This is wild. They sat on the garden, drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. That is one thing they do in the books they do not do in no the show. No smoking. Because I guess they probably couldn't smoke that. Yeah. Age. yeah. But they smoke all the time. They, that's all they talk about is smoking cigarettes. That's like the fourth mention in three or four chapters. Well, they don't like, because uh, they stopped allowing the glamorization of cigarettes in films yeah. and TV, didn't they? And I yeah. guess especially for a kids' show. Not kids, yeah. but teens. Yeah, because I don't think they really smoke weed or anything anymore in the show when we're watching it, do they? Yeah, it was just like the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, They'd have a vape pen now. <laughs> nice. Or a Joule. <laughs> Nate was wearing a long sleeve polo shirt and the weather was extremely hot, so he took it off. His shoulders were scattered with tiny freckles and his back was muscled and tanned from hours at the docks, building a sailboat with his father up in Maine. Serena was hot too, so she climbed into the fountain. She sat on the marble Venus de Milo statue's knee, splashing herself with water until her dress was soaked through. 
It wasn't difficult to see who the real goddess was. Venus looked like a lumpy pile of marble compared to Serena. <laughs> Lol. Nate staggered over to the fountain and got in with her, and soon they were tearing each other's clothes off. It was August, after all. The only way to tolerate the city in August is to get naked. So they, they are going out at this point, Blair and Nate, Blair right? and Nate, yeah. So I guess in the TV show, they had sex on a bar or something yeah it was a, a wedding or a party or something thing, like yeah. that and this is them in a fountain but at least with that hang on let's just get to the point where they actually do sex a minute um <laughs> nate was worried about the security cameras trained at his parents house at all times front and back so he led serena up up into his parents bedroom the rest is history they both had sex for the first time. It was awkward and painful and exciting and fun and so sweet they forgot to be embarrassed. It was exactly the way you'd want your first time to be and they had no regrets. Is it though? Because you are going behind your uh, best friend's back. Yeah. Like, that doesn't feel like that's how you would want it to be. Because no. at least in the show, it feels like they were hammered and it just happened. Whereas this feels really, really premeditated. Yeah. And like, because Nate was like in love with Serena, wasn't he? But Serena yeah. like just doesn't, she just, it was convenient. <laughs> can you, do you think you can guess what the Red Sea is going to be a reference to? I don't know if I want to. <laughs> well... <laughs> Afterwards, they turned on the television, which was to, turn, tuned to the History Channel, a documentary about the Red Sea. What? Ser Serena and Nate lay in bed, holding each other and looking up at the clouds through the skylight overhead, while they listened to the narrator of the program talk about Moses' part in the Red Sea. Serena thought that was hilarious. You parted my Red Sea, she howled, Ew. wrestling Nate against the pillows. Nate laughed and rolled it up in a sheet like a mummy, which, I mean, we know what. It's going to be on that sheet. And now we'll leave you here as a sacrifice to the Holy Land, he said in a deep horror movie voice. And he did leave her for a little while. He got up and ordered a huge feast of Chinese food and bad white wine. And they lay in bed and ate and drank and he parted her Red Sea once again. Ew, that's I had to close a my eyes. terrible metaphor. I had to close my eyes when I read that. Uh, before the sky grew dark and the stars twinkled in the skylight. A week later, Serena went away to boarding school at Hanover Academy while Nate and Blair stayed behind in New York. Ever since, Serena had spent every vacation away. The Austrian Alps at Christmas, the Dominican Republic for Easter, the summer travelling in Europe. This was the first time she'd been back. The first time she and Nate had seen each other since the parting of the Red Sea. So she gets off the train and goes, hey, remember parting the Red Sea? She gets to the party... And then he says, she, he says, oh, you remember, but she said, do you remember Butt Naked? And he's like, oh, oh so oh, funny. Oh, yeah, the party, not the and then, train. And then she goes, do you remember the Red Sea? He's like, I think he's going to remember that. Yeah. What a fucking mad thing to say in a party where you can see his girlfriend, who is meant to be your best friend. Ugh, the worst. <gasps> but Serena in the books, I know it's not very nice, but very interesting. <laughs> 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 At least he's doing something. Uh, even though it's horrible. Uh, Blair doesn't know, does she? Serena asked Nate quietly. Well, she fucking will. You keep going on about it at her mother's party. Blair who, Nate thought, <gasps> with oh. a moment momentary case of amnesia. He, oh, shook his, off, he shook his head. No, he said. If you haven't told her, she doesn't know. But Chuck Bass knew, which was almost worse. Nate had blurted the information out at a party. 
uh, only two nights ago in a drunken fit of complete stupidity. They'd been doing shots, and Chuck had asked, So, Nate, what was, all your t- what was your all-time best fuck? That is, if you've done it at all yet. Well, I did it with Serena Vanderwoodson, Nate had bragged, like an idiot. <laughs> and Chuck wasn't going to keep it a secret for, for long. It was way too juicy and way too useful. Chuck didn't need to read that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He fucking wrote it. <laughs> Does it say fucking? Yeah. It, it says the F word all the time, it? No, I mean, like, that's just a really weird place for it. Yeah, he it fucking is, yeah. wrote it. He fucking wrote it. Although he wasn't doing so well in the friends department. Serena didn't seem to notice Nate's uncomfortable silence. She sighed, bowing her head to rest it on his shoulder. She no longer smelled like Chanel's crystal, like she always used to. She smelled like honey and sandalwood and lilies, her own essential oil mixture. Fuck off. <laughs> it was her Serena. It was very Serena. Utterly irresistible. But if anyone else tried to wear it, it would probably smell like dog poo. <laughs> Does it say dog poo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Shit, I missed you like crazy, Nate, she said. I wish you could have seen the stuff I pulled. I was so bad. What do you mean? What did you do that was so bad, Nate asked, with a mixture of dread and anticipation. For a brief second, he imagined her hosted orgies in her dorm room at Hanover Academy and having affairs with older men in hotel rooms in Paris. He wished he could have visited her in Europe this summer. He'd always want to do it in a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Dream big, Nate. What? <laughs> and I've been such a horrible friend too, Serena went on. I've barely even talked to Blair since I left, and so much has happened. I can already tell she's mad. She hasn't even said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because you're like leaning your head on her boyfriend and whispering in his ear. She's not mad, Nate said. Maybe she's just feeling shy. Serena flashed him a look. Right, she said mockingly. Blair's feeling shy. Since when has Blair ever been shy? Well, she's not mad, Nate insisted. Serena shrugged. Well, anyway, I'm so psyched to be back here with you guys. We'll do all the things we used to do. Blair and I will cut glass and meet you on the roof of the Met, and then we'll run down to that old movie theatre by the Plaza Hotel and see some weirdo film until cocktail hour starts. And you and Blair will stay together forever, and I'll be the maid of honour at your wedding, and we'll be happy ever after, just like in the movies. Nate frowned. What's cut glass? Blair and I will cut glass. Yeah, I don't know. I was just about to ask you. Is that like drugs? Like crystal meth. Is this what the kids are calling drugs now? I don't know. Cut glass. I thought maybe like chopping up cocaine or something like yeah. that. No. Nate frowned. Don't Cut me- class. Is it supposed to be class? It's class, not glass. Uh... It is cut class, not glass. Ooh, what happens <laughs> when you read the books? Anyway, Nate frowned. Don't make that face, Nate, Serena said, laughing. That doesn't sound so bad, does it? Nate shrugged. No, I guess it sounds okay, he said, although he clearly didn't believe it. What sounds okay? A surly voice demanded. Startled, Nate and, Nate and Serena tore their eyes away from each other. It was Chuck, and with him were Katie, Isabel, and last but not least... Dun dun dun! Blair, looking very shy indeed. Chuck clapped Nate on the back. Sorry, Nate, he said, but you can't bogey the Vanderwoodson all night. Bogey? bogey? It's like Bogart, like when you like hog. Oh. You can't bogey the Vanderwoodson all night, you know? Nate snorted and tipped back his glass. Only ice was left. <laughs> Serena, Serena looked at Blair, or at least she tried to. Blair was making a big deal of pulling up her black stockings, working them inch by inch from her bony ankles up to her bony knees and up around her tennis-muscled thighs. 
So sure. What kind of mad legs has Blair got? <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Super Mario character. <laughs> So Serena gave up and kissed first Katie, then Isabel, and then she made her way to Blair. That's like the second time in three sentences they've made a list of all those yeah. people that's there. And they made her way to Blair, last but not least. There was only a limited amount of time Blair could spend pulling up her tights before it got ridiculous. Um, I feel like any amount of time pulling up her tights in the middle of a group. (laughs) When Serena was only inches away from her, she looked up and pretended to be surprised. Hey, Blair, Serena said excitedly. She put her hands on the shorter girl's shoulders and bent down to kiss both of her cheeks. I feel like they're making a real song and dance about Blair being shorter there. Oh, she had to bend all the way down. It's like she's so sure, like, her clothes don't stay on like a normal person. (laughs) She's constantly pulling them out. I'm so sorry I didn't call you before I came back. I wanted to, but things have been so crazy. I have so much to tell you. Chuck, Katie, and Isabel all nudged each other and stared at Blair. Oh, yeah, in the last chat, there was a big thing that Blair didn't know. It was pretty obvious she had lied. Um, Yeah, Blair lied. She didn't know anything (laughs) about Serena coming back. Blair's face heated up busted Nay noticed the tension but he thought it was for an entirely different reason because <laughs> he did had Chuck told Blair already was he busted Nate couldn't tell Blair wasn't even looking at him it was a chilly moment not the kind of moment you'd expect to have with your oldest closest friends Serena's eyes darted from one face to another clearly she had said something wrong and she quickly guessed what it was I'm such an asshole she scolded herself I mean I'm sorry I didn't call you last night. I literally just got back from Ridgefield. My parents have been hiding me there until they figured out what to do with me. I've been so bored. Nice save. She waited for Blair to smile gratefully for covering for her, but all Blair did was glance at Katie and Isabel to see if they'd noticed the slip. Blair was acting strange, and Serena fought down a rising panic. Maybe Nate was wrong. Maybe Blair really was mad at her. Serena had missed out on so much. The divorce, for instance. Poor Blair. It must really stink without your dad around, Serena said. But your mom looks so good. And Cyrus is kind of sweet. Once you get used to him, she giggled. But Blair still wasn't smiling. Maybe, she said, staring out the window at the hot dog stand. Oh yeah, hot dogs were a big figure in the last chapter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe, she said, staring out the hot window at the hot dog stand. I guess I'm still not used to him. All six of them were silent for a long, tense moment. What they needed was one more good, stiff drink. Nate rattled the ice cubes in his glass. Who wants another, he offered. I'll make them. Serena held out her glass. Thanks, Nate, she said. I'm so fucking thirsty. They locked the damn booze cabin up in Ridgefield. Can you believe it? (laughs) Blair shook her head. No thanks, she said. If I have another, I'll be hungover at school tomorrow, Katie said. Isabel laughed. You're always hungover at school, she said. She handed Nate her glass. Here, I'll split mine with Katie. Let me give you a hand, Chuck offered. Before he could get very far, Mrs. Vanderwoodson joined them, touching her daughter's arm. Serena, her mother said, Elna would like us all to sit down. She made an extra place next to Blair for you so you two girls can catch up. Serena cast an anxious glance at Blair, but Blair had already turned away and was headed for the table, sitting down next to her 11-year-old brother, Tyler, who had been at his place for over an hour, reading Rolling Stone magazine. Tyler's idol was that movie director, Cameron Crowe, who had toured with Led Zeppelin when he was only 15. Tyler refused to listen to CDs, insisting that real vinyl records were the only way to go. Tyler sounds like a dick. He doesn't exist in the show. Yeah. He's not a thing. I can see why. Blair worried her brother was turning into a loser. Isn't this just Dan? I was going to say, isn't it Rufus? Yeah. 
<laughs> Serena steel herself and pulled up a chair in the space next to Blair. Blair, I'm sorry I've been such a complete asshole, she said, removing her linen napkin from its silver ring and spreading it out on her lap. Your parents spitting up must have totally sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's sucked, mate. Um, Blair shrugged and grabbed a fresh sourdough roll from a basket on the table. She tore the roll in half and stuffed, stuffed one half into her mouth. The other guests were still making their way toward the table and figuring out where to sit. Blair knew it was rude to eat before everyone else was seated, but if her mouth was full, she couldn't talk, and she didn't really feel like talking. I wish I'd been here, Serena said, watching Blair smear the other half of her roll with a thick slab of French butter. But I had a crazy ear. I have the most insane stories to tell you. Blair nodded and chewed her roll slowly, <laughs> like a cow chewing its cud. Serena waited for Blair to ask her what kind of stories, but Blair didn't say anything. She just kept on chewing her roll. She didn't want to hear about all the fabulous things Serena had done while she was away. And Blair had been stuck at home watching her parents fight over antique chairs that nobody sat on, teacups nobody used, and ugly, expensive paintings. Serena had wanted to tell Blair about Charles, the only Rastafarian at Hanover Academy, who'd asked her to elope with him to Jamaica. <laughs> About Nicholas, the French college guy who never wore underwear and who chased her train in a tiny Fiat all the way from Paris to Milan. About smoking hash in Amsterdam and sleeping in a park with a group of drunk prostitutes because she forgot where she was staying. She wanted to tell Blair how much it sucked to find out that Hanover Academy wouldn't take her back senior year simply because she'd blown off the first few weeks of school. She wanted to tell Blair how scared she was to go back to Constance tomorrow because she hadn't exactly been studying very hard in the last year and she felt so completely out of touch. But Blair wasn't interested. She grabbed another roll and took a big bite. Wine, miss. Esther said, standing... Oh, it's not, it's not Dorota either, it's Esther. Oh. Wine mist, Esther said, standing at Serena's left with a bottle. Yes, thank you, Serena said. She watched the Cotterone split into her glass and thought of the Red Sea once more. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe Blair does know, she thought. What was, what was that? What this is all about? Was that why she was acting so weird? Serena glanced at Nate, four chairs down on the right, but he was deep in conversation with her father, talking about boats, no doubt. <laughs> So you and Nate are still uh, totally together, Serena said, taking a risk. I bet you guys wind up married. Blair gulped her wine, her little ruby ring rattling against the glass. She reached for the butter, slapping a great big wad on her roll. Hello, Blair, Serena said, nudging her friend's arm. Are you okay? Yeah, Blair slurred. It was less an answer to Serena's question than a vague general statement made to fill a blank space while she was tending to her roll. <laughs> There's fucking rolls. Never known anyone. Have such a nice time with their roll. I'm fine. Essa brought out the duck and the acorn squash souffle and the wilted chard uh, and the lingonberry sauce. And the table was filled with the sound of clanking plates and silver and murmurs of delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Blair heaped her plate high with food and attacked it as if she hadn't eaten in weeks. She didn't care if she made herself sick as long as she didn't have to talk to Serena. Whoa, Serena said, watching Blair stuff her face. You must be hungry. Blair nodded and shoveled a forkful of chard into her mouth. She washed it down with a gulp of wine. I'm starving, she said. So, Serena, Cyrus Rose called down from the head of the table. Tell me about France. Your mother says you're in the south of France this summer. Is it true the French girls don't wear tops on the beach? Cyrus? Cyrus? Dirty little bastard. Yes, it's true, Serena said. She raised one eyebrow playfully, but it's not just the French girls. I never wore a top down there either. How else could I get a decent tan? 
Blair gagged on an enormous bite of souffle I and don't blame her. spat it into her wine. It floated on the surface of the crimson liquid like a soggy dumpling Yuck. until Esther whisked it away and brought her a clean glass. No one noticed. Serena had the table's attention as she kept her audience captive with stories of her travels in Europe right through dessert. When Blair had finished her second plate of duck, she ate a huge bowl. I'm so hungry. I shouldn't have read this. She <laughs> ate a huge bowl full of chocolate lace tapioca pudding, tuning out Serena's voice as she spooned it into her mouth. Finally, her stomach rebelled. <laughs> and she shot up suddenly, scraping her chair back and running down the hall to her bedroom, straight into its adjoining bathroom. Blair, Serena called after her. She stood up. Excuse me, she said, and hurried away to see what the matter was. She didn't have to move that fast. Blair wasn't going anywhere. When Chuck saw Blair get up from the table and then Serena, he nodded knowingly and nudged Isabel with his elbow. Blair getting the dirt, he whispered. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Nate watched the two girls flee the table with a mounting sense of unease. He was pretty sure the only thing girls talked about in the bathroom was sex. And mostly, he'd be right. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Not, not sex. Go to the toilet. <laughs> You're like, not sex. I'm great at it, actually. Um, <laughs> Blair kneeled over the toilet and stuck her middle finger as far down her throat as it would go. Oh, I don't like reading this. Her eyes began to tear and then her stomach convulsed. She'd done this before many times. It was disgusting and horrible and she knew she shouldn't do it, but at least she'd feel better when it was over. The door to her bathroom was only half closed and Serena could hear her friend retching inside. Blair, it's me, Serena said quietly. Oh, sorry. Blair, it's me, Serena <laughs> said quietly. Are you okay? I'll be out in a minute, Blair snapped, wiping her mouth. Oh, She stood up and flushed the toilet. Serena pushed the door open and Blair turned and glared at her. I'm fine, Blair said. Really? Serena put the lid down on the toilet seat and sat down. Oh, don't be such a bitch, Blair, she said, exasperated. What's the deal? It's me, remember? We know everything about each other. Blair reached for her toothbrush and toothpaste. We used to, she said, and began brushing her teeth furiously. She spat out a wad of green foam. When was the last time we talked, anyway? Like the summer before last? Serena looked down at her scuffed brown leather boots. I know, I'm sorry, I suck, she said. Blair rinsed her toothbrush off and stuck it back in the holder. She stared at her reflection in the bathroom mirror. Well, you missed a lot, she said, wiping a smudge of mascara from beneath her eye with the tip of her pinky. I mean, last year was really... different. She'd been about to say hard, but hard made her sound like a victim. Like she barely survived without Serena around. Different was better. Blair glanced down at Serena sitting on the toilet with a sudden sense of power. Nay and I have become really close, you know. We tell each other everything. Yeah, right. The two girls eyed each other wearily for a moment. Then Serena shrugged. Well, don't worry about me and Nate, she said. We're just friends. You know that. And besides, I'm tired of boys. The corners of Blair mouth, Blair's mouth curled up. Serena obviously wanted her to ask why. Why she was tired of boys. But Blair wasn't going to give her the satisfaction. She tugged her sweater down and glanced at her reflection one more time. I'll see you back in there, she said, and abruptly left the bathroom. Shit, Serena thought, but she stayed where she was. It was no use going after Blair now, while she was obviously in such a crappy mood. Things would be better tomorrow at school. She and Blair would have one of their famous heart-to-hearts in the lunchroom over lemon yogurts and romaine lettuce. Yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs> it wasn't like they, it's a on it. It wasn't like they could just stop being friends. Serena stood up and examined her eyebrows in the bathroom mirror, using Blair's tweezers to pluck a few stray hairs. She pulled a tube of Urban Decay gash. What? 
<laughs> she pulled a tube of Urban Decay Gash lip gloss from her pocket. Lovely. <laughs> and smeared another layer on her lips. Then she picked up Liz's hairbrush and began brushing her hair. Finally, she peed and <laughs> rejoined the dinner party. <laughs> Thanks for that little nugget of information. <laughs> Finally, she peed and rejoined the dinner party, forgetting her lip gloss on Blair's sink. When Serena sat down, Blair was eating her second helping of pudding, and Nate was drawing a small-scale picture of his kick-ass sailboat for Cyrus on the back of a matchbook. Across the table, Chuck raised his wine glass to clink it with Serena's. She had no idea what she was toasting, but she was always up for anything. Serena, what a devil. (laughs) Do you want to read the Gossip Girl Blast? Sure. So it's wild, just so you know. So yeah, so I reckon, because that was really long, I reckon if we just read down to... Uh, Three guys and two girls. Let me just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you read down to just before that. Oh, no, no, wait. Oh, no, hang on. These are... Yeah, there's loads of it. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You know you love me. The end of the blast. Is it? Where's that? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, I reckon... Read down to Hark the Herald Angels Sling then, is it? That's the end of the blast. All right. So you're going to be our gossip girl. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Do I read out the disclaimer as well? Yeah. Okay. Disclaimer. All the real names of places, people and events have been altered or abbreviated to protect the innocent, namely me. (laughs) Hey, people. (laughs) That's not very gossip girly. Uh, Oh, whoops. Hey, people. S seen dealing on steps of met. Well, we're certainly off to a good start. You sent me tons of email and I had the best time reading it all. Thanks so much. Doesn't it feel good to be bad? (laughs) Your email. Hey, Gossip Girl. I heard about a girl up in New Hampshire who the police found naked in a field with a bunch of dead chickens. Ew. They thought she was into some kind of voodoo shit or something. Do you think that was S? I mean, it sounds like her, right? Later, KT3. Oh, I've got their username. So that's like C A T E E E 3. And Love later it. is spelled L8. Yeah. T E R. Which that's not. You don't need the yeah. T. <laughs> or the E. Later. Just late. Um, dear KT3, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. S is a big fan of chickens. Once in the park, I saw her eat a whole bucket of fried chicken without stopping for air. But supposedly she'd been hitting the bong pretty heavily that day. (laughs) GG. I like that she replies to them. (laughs) Like like they're like having a little correspondence. It's not just like a blog. Dear Gossip Girl, my name starts with S and I have blonde hair. I also just came back from boarding school to my old school in NYC. I was just so sick of all the rules, like no drinking or smoking or boys in your room. Sad emoticon. Anyway, I have my own apartment now and I'm having a party next Saturday. Wanna come? Smiley face. (laughs) Signed, S969. Nice. Um, Dear S... No. Dear S969, the S I'm writing about still lives with her parents like most of us 17-year-olds, you lucky... You lucky bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more confused by this Gossip Girl than I am the actual show. What's up, Gossip Girl? Last night, some guys I know got a handful of pills from some blonde chick on the steps of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. They had the letter S stamped all over them. Coincidence or what? Signed, new name. (laughs) Dear new name, whoa, is all I have to say. (laughs) 
three guys and two girls. Who's I and Kate? Oh, Isabella. Isabella and Kate. Katie. Caitlin. Three guys and two girls. I and Kay are going to have a little trouble fitting into those cute dresses they picked up at Bendel's if they keep stopping in at the three guys coffee shop for hot chocolate and french fries every day. I went in there myself to see what the fuss was about, and I guess I could say my waiter was cute if you like ear fuzz, but the food is worse than at Jackson Hole, and the average person in there is like 100 years old. Oh my god. Sightings. C was seen in Tiffany picking up another pair of monogrammed cufflings for a party. Hello, I'm waiting for my invite. B's mother was seen holding hands with her new man in Cartier. Hmm, when's the wedding? <laughs> also seen, a girl bearing a striking resemblance to S coming out of an STD clinic on the Lower East Side. She was wearing a... <laughs> she was wearing a thick black wig and big sunglasses, some disguise. And very late last night, S was seen leaning out of her bedroom window over Fifth Avenue, looking a little lost. Well... Don't jump, sweetie. Things are just starting to get good. That's all for now. See you tomorrow. You know you love me. I don't... Well, it's so confusing. I just... I don't... It's so different. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, like, in the book, it's written... It's, like, written, like... Um, yeah, it's on like a screen. Or, yeah, yeah. Are on screen, so it looks... It, it probably looks cool in the book, but obviously... They can't do that on the show, no. so they have uh, someone just reading it out. I think it works a lot nicer like that. I think it's nice when Goss Girl says less. <laughs> yeah. Well, but also, I think, like, I don't like the idea that the blog is handed over to just random people. Do you know what I mean? Um, I actually don't mind that. But also... This all feels like bollocks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like... like, oh, I'm also blonde. <laughs> and I've been to boarding school. Okay. And they're like, the S I'm looking for. Um, I thought that was amazingly red. That was, uh, I think, chapters four and a Gossip Girl blast from the very first Gossip Girl book. Do we have any emails? We do. We have an email from Sandy, whose <laughs> subject line is, please do Gilmore Girls next. <laughs> is it? Um, Sandy says, hello, I'm writing from Charlotte, NC. What's NC? North Carolina. North Carolina. I'm 26 and I'm obsessed with this podcast. I like oh. the fact that my 26-year-old self hates Serena, but my 16-year-old self wanted to be Serena. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, I think I can, can relate. Well, I think it's one of those things where you just never know. You never notice how much of a fucking idiot someone is. Yeah. Like, like I, even your friends. Like yeah. some of your friends and you're like, when you look back, you're like, why was I ever friends with this dickhead? I was thinking more about Frasier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as usual because when I used to watch Frasier as a kid I, I didn't used to get a lot of the jokes because I used to just think that Frasier was cool like, oh yeah because I, I was just an idiot child so I just thought posh people oh yeah they know exactly what's going on it's only when you're older and you realise the actual point of Frasier is they're both fucking idiots yeah. and you're meant to laugh at how like idiots they are um, but as a kid I was like oh god Frasier's cool I want to be like Frasier <laughs> I can't wait to grow up and be like him yeah so don't worry I, I know what you like you wanted to be like Serena I wanted to be like Frasier I don't know if I actually wanted to be like Serena I think I just wanted to look like her yeah. and be rich <laughs> I think I always wanted to be Blair if I was going to be anyone but that's it, yeah. just because she's I don't know she has better laugh and yeah and also worse luck though to be fair yeah well but, anyway luckily I turned out to be Rufus. <laughs> um, this epiphany came from this podcast. Oh, happy to Very help, nice. Sandy. You guys do a great job and keep it real. I listen to you guys at work and I look like the, off 
office psychopath when I lol and people ask me what I listen to and I respond the Gossip Girl podcast yes <laughs> thank you this show obviously did something great considering we're all still talking about it real recognize real anyway please consider doing the Gilmore Girls or One Tree Hill next I'm re-watching Gilmore Girls and I just have a million questions plus there was that small Netflix revival One Tree Hill was filmed in North Carolina think of the new listeners you could get if I had to rate One Tree Hill and Gossip Girl they would be a tie <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. They are amazing, unrealistic shows from different classifications. Uh, Gilmore Girls is something that you both love and I've never seen. Fun fact. Oh, sorry. I thought she was done. I've never looked at Gav's, Gav's Instagram, but I have a voice crush. Hmm. Please don't look at my Instagram then, because uh, <laughs> I don't want that crush to go away. I'll take what I can get, mate. Um, um, oh, thanks for your email, Sandy. That was lovely. I used to like One Tree Hill, but in a kind of passing way. Yeah, I it used to be on on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was on this channel in the UK called E4, mm. and that was like the teen channel. And uh, it, that also had Gilmore Girls, actually. Yeah, my housemate used to watch One Tree Hill, and I think the dad in One Tree Hill is in a later series of Mad Men when he plays an arsehole. Oh, he plays an arsehole in One Tree Hill. Does as well. he? Oh, I didn't know that. Like the big sort of square head, yeah, 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 big chunky Superman looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's like a famous, not famous, a rich big cheese in the community right. and he turns out to be the dad of someone blah, blah, blah. Ah, okay yeah 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 he plays like one of the worst men in mad men and mm. that is a show about horrible men so um yeah one tree hill it feels older one tree hill doesn't it like as in yeah. it was made longer ago maybe it was i don't know but gilmore girls is one that i actually think that i would properly enjoy from what i've seen and i haven't seen much to be fair oh i've watched it so i basically watch it on constant rotation. See, that's me with Mad Men. Like, Clara's had to ban it from her flat. <laughs> I just like, because, like, I need, I don't need something on when I fall asleep, but mm. I often have something on when I fall asleep. And, like, I'll turn the screen off on my laptop and I'll just have Gilmore Girls playing. Yeah. And listening to it. Oh, that's quite nice. Well, it is, but I also, I kind of, like, think I've ruined it for myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what, to be fair, Clara banned Mad Men um, because she'd never seen it. She'd only seen it in like bits where I've just been uh, watching it constantly. And I was like, oh, let's watch it from the beginning all the time. She was like, I feel like I've seen it all. So she was like, I'll watch it from the beginning with you if you give it a break. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's so sensible. Yeah, I think it was like May. Um, we said six months from now, you're allowed to watch Mad Men and we're going to watch it all together. Oh, that's nice. Which I'm excited for. But then like... I've had a couple of days recently where I've been so hungover and had like you know we just have like the proper like beer sads where you're yeah. just like oh my god everything is the worst and like Mad Men was always the thing that used to like stop me from feeling like yeah. that or at least like was comforting enough yeah that it's I like you're like, like familiar but I haven't been able to watch that because like, even like I know the episodes I would watch and I'd be like well I'm gonna watch that episode that episode that episode and then I might not cry but <laughs> that's can't happen now so. should have been watching Jonathan Creek instead <laughs> <laughs> Very similar vibe. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was a lovely email. I really liked it. Um, I think we're going to have one more of these uh, episodes, and then Annie will return, Yay! I believe. Um, we miss Annie. But these are fun, but it's obviously not the main uh, thing. But lots of people have been really into this, so maybe we'll carry it on in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, we got one more of these on the 6th, uh, and then Annie will be back on the 13th. Yay. Have a nice one, Annie. Hope you listen to this. <laughs> Which she definitely is, to be fair. Have a, have a lovely time, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.